Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. May the Lord bless you. Thank you so much for coming into this teaching and listening to the Word of God. The Lord has given me a burden to train people to serve the Lord, and He wants His children to serve Him fruitfully, successfully. Therefore, He asked me to prepare this teaching. This teaching is in the series called Ministry Enrichment. So today, I would like to give you a short message about how to serve the Lord successfully. One of the areas that we need to focus on in the ministry is the area of communication. Let us pray. Father, we thank you so much, Lord, for teaching us your word. We ask your Holy Spirit to be our teacher, and we want to be obedient children. We want to be doers of your word, Father. May your light shine into our heart and help us to understand and put what you say into practice. We believe, Lord, when we obey you, we shall be blessed and fruitful. We want to walk in the love and the fear of God every day. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. When you serve the Lord, you need to learn how to communicate with people. Sometimes we need to talk to a person who doesn't know the Lord at all, and we want to show good witness to them in our words, our action, our lifestyle, so that that person will be opened to the light of the gospel. And in the ministry, you work with different people. You work with people who are above you, work with you as a co-worker, or sometimes you have to train new believers to serve the Lord. In this process, communication is very important. And today I would like to talk about the verbal communication. In our life, sometimes we face a situation that we may be upset. People may say something to offend our feeling. And how are we going to communicate with people? when we sometimes feel bad or feel upset, or sometimes we need to just communicate what God has shown to us to encourage people to obey the Lord. Again, the center of your ministry is the Lord Jesus Christ. It is His kingdom. It's not your and my kingdom. Therefore, we are His representative to bring people into the kingdom, to move his people, to be disciples, love God and serve God fruitfully. I believe with all my heart that every Christian should serve the Lord. Let me read the first passage of the scripture in the book of Matthew, chapter 18, verses 15 to 17. Moreover, if your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. If you hear you, you have 
gain your brother. But if he will not hear, take with you one or two more, that by the mouth of two or three witnesses every word may be established. And if he refuses to hear them, tell it to the church. But if he refuses even to hear the church, let him be to you like a heathen and a tax collector. Matthew 18 verses 15 to 17 gave us the principle of communication. Sometime in the community, other brother and sister may offend you or may do something wrong against you. The bigger the church, the bigger ministry is, you're going to face this off and on. Sometimes people don't intend to hurt you, but because of ignorance or because of the different cultures, they may say something or do something to make you upset. Or sometimes people purposefully come into the church or into the community with the really evil purposes, such as come in to cheat people, borrow money, and don't pay back, or try to take advantage of the person of opposite sex. Or some people may come in with demonic teaching and try to deceive and try to destroy the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. Some people are deceived by the devil and will bring in some kind of destruction into the church, causing division and strife in the church. When that kind of situation happens, the Bible says that the person who has been offended should go directly to the person who has done wrong and talk one-on-one first. Definitely, when we communicate, we should be gentle, we should be gracious, we should be polite, we don't yell, we don't raise voice, we don't use bad languages. We are the children and the servants of the Almighty God. He is holy, He is gracious, He is good, He is full of mercy. Therefore, we need to represent Him and Talk to people with the positive, encouraging word, not condemnation, not negative words, not something that will destroy the hearer. So this is the way we should practice in the church. When somebody offends you, you go directly. But if that person doesn't repent or maybe the conversation will doesn't come into the conclusion to resolve the conflict or the problem, then you will bring two or three more people. I recommend that these two or three people should be the members or the brother and sister who are in the same group or have some maturity and, or leadership that can help resolve the problem. Don't bring in new believers or non-believers or weak Christians to help in communication. For example, if some problem happened in your home group, if you talk to Mr. So-and-so and the problem is not resolved, 
you should bring the home group leader and assistant leader to talk. Don't drag people from outside the group. The principle is this: we try to keep the conflict and the problem in a small group as we can. We don't want to spread the news. We don't want the whole church to know about it, because when the person who has done wrong repents and turn around, no one else will know about it. Only a small group of people. But after the leaders and the two or three witnesses come in and talk, and nothing resolve, and if the problem or the issues is very big that can destroy the church. Or cause big heartache and big problem in the church, then you need to bring that to the senior pastor or assistant senior pastor or something like that. The level of the church now to get the pastor or assistant pastor involved. And if no repentance again, that person is totally wrong. For example, that person come in to steal money or to cheat people. After the third level, the church level, that person will be treated as an unbeliever, and the church need to discipline and ask that person to leave the church to keep peace in the church. However, no matter what level of communication, we should communicate with patience, long suffering, forgiving heart, with gentleness. Grace, mercy, with holy and righteous attitude, we should not blow up. We should be self-controlled. We should pray to the Lord first and ask the Holy Spirit to give us direction, what to say. Many times, the communication is broken down because of the emotion, because. The feeling go up so high, and the feeling control your mouth, your body language, your eye contacts, and that will make the relationship go downhill. That's why in the book of Proverbs, chapter twenty-five, verse twenty-eight, say, "Like a city whose walls are broken down, is a man who lacks self-control." I would like to encourage you to be filled with the Holy Spirit. To spend time with God a lot, to read the Bible, and to ask Him to graciously help you to be self-control. Some people are more mature; they can do self-control easily because they are so filled with the Holy Spirit and they so mature. But some people are not self-control. They need to remind themselves in my communication with my. Spouse or my children or my brother and sister in the church or my boss at work, I need to be self-control. I need to control my eye contacts, my body language, my words, my tone of voice, the way I respond to people. It's very important, and I know it's not easy to do sometimes because you are upset, or you feel that you are betrayed, or You feel that that person take advantage of you, so you want to blow up and yell and cause a lot of problem or make a scene, 
so that the other person will know that you are mad at that person. Proverbs chapter 16 verse 32 say, "Better to be patient than powerful. Better to have self-control than to conquer a city." Please control your feeling. Please allow the Holy Spirit to help you to control what you say, your tone of voice, your eye contacts. Please communicate with grace, with love, with understanding. Be self-controlled in your communication. You want to represent God on this earth. When people talk to you, they know that God is good and God is righteous. As a servant of God, you represent Jesus Christ. Is that right? I know that this is not easy because our human nature try to control us to say something, to sarcast, or to hurt somebody, or to blow up and to say something that we have in our mind, in our brain, and we just want to blow up and just come out, and it's fun to just cut on people. Don't do that. We are called to build people up. We are called to encourage people. We are called to resolve the problem, not to make the problem worse. The book of Colossians, chapter four, verse six, the Bible say, "Let your speech always be with grace, seasoned with salt, that you may know how you ought to answer each one." You can see here that the Bible encourages to. Speak with the word that mixed with salt, mixed with grace, so that the hearer will be built up, will repent, will be changed, and the restoration of relationship will happen by the power of the Holy Spirit. If you walk in the Spirit, you walk in love, peace, faith, joy, long suffering, patience, goodness. Kindness. If you walk in the spirit, the communication will always be fruitful and helpful. I like what the apostle Paul said to Timothy in Second Timothy chapter two, twenty-two to twenty-six. Flee also youthful lust, but pursue righteousness, faith, love, peace with those who call on the Lord. Out of a pure heart, but avoid foolish and ignorant disputes, knowing that they generate strife. And a servant of the Lord, I believe you are a servant of the Lord, must not quarrel, but be gentle to all, able to teach, patient, in humility, correcting those who are in opposition. If God perhaps will grant them. Repentance, so that they may know the truth, and that they may come to their senses and escape the snare of the devil, having been taken captive by him to do his will. Wow, this is a very powerful passage that Paul wrote to the young pastor Timothy. I like it so much. He said that we need to avoid any foolish and ignorant. Dispute. I always say like this: strife is a manifestation of the presence of Satan, 
any time there is hatred, strife, fighting, division, it's the work of the enemy, and we don't want to be used by the enemy to cause strife in the ministry. Therefore, calm down. Don't argue. Don't yell. Don't have foolish talk or argument. But seek to have a pure heart. Check your heart before you communicate. What is in my heart right now? Do I hate this person? Do I have jealousy? Do I have a pure heart? Check your heart every time before you communicate. You need to pursue love, pursue peace, not strife. Pursue faith and righteousness. I pray that this will be the atmosphere in your church, in your home group, and in your life, your home, and. You know that if you do the right thing, if you communicate the right way, it may help those who are deceived and being destroyed by the enemy to repent and open up and turn around and come out from calamity or from perishing. When you communicate, always do what Paul say in. Second Timothy, in humility, correcting those who are in opposition. Always be humble. It doesn't matter how high the position you are in the ministry, how many people follow you. No matter how much Bible knowledge you have, you need to be humble. Communicate in humility, patience. Faith, love. I believe that you will put all this teaching into practice, and every time you communicate, no more yelling, no more strife. Always communicate in peace and love, gentleness, and I believe that the Lord shall use you more to save more souls, to bring the hurt. Into the kingdom to be healed by God, you can help many broken home to be restored. Your words of encouragement that is full of the Holy Spirit and anointing shall heal the heart of people, shall heal the sick, shall restore people out of broken life. It can be a good break for somebody to come out from problem, and the atmosphere in the church. And in your ministry, shall be so full of the presence of God. Remember this: we need the glory, we need the presence of God in the ministry. I don't want to serve God by myself. I want the anointing. I want the Holy Spirit to be with me, on me, around me when I talk to a non-believer or to brother and sister. In order to have more anointing. I need to cooperate with the Holy Spirit, and when I walk in the Spirit, I welcome the Holy Spirit, the anointing, to work with me, and whatever I do, in the name of Jesus, to help people to be saved, to be healed, to grow up, it will be powerful, not because of me, but because of the Spirit of God is with me and anoint me. Thank you so much. 
I believe that this teaching will help you to go up to the next level, help you to be more mature, more fruitful, productive in the kingdom of God. Please apply this principle in your home, in your workplace, with your friends, in the church, in your home group, in your ministry, and listen to this again and again to remind you about how to communicate directly, as a personal level, communicate with gentleness, with humility, with love, and you will see that God is using you. In this generation, let us pray. Father, please anoint us, work in our life, so that the fruit of the Holy Spirit shall manifest in our life more and more. Lord, we want to glorify Your name. We want to be Your mouthpiece on earth in this generation, to speak Your word, speak the prophetic word. The word of encouragement to help your people to resolve the problem in their life, to save soul, to heal the sick, to help people to move on in their faith walk. Therefore, Father, help us to be wise, to be loving, to be gentle and humble in our communication skill. And Lord, we pray, Lord, that any time we make mistake in the area of communication, you shall forgive us, and you shall remind us. Your Holy Spirit will help us every time when we communicate. We thank you, Lord, in the wonderful name of Yeshua Hamakshik. Amen. God bless you, and I will see you in the next teaching. And if you have a chance. Please come by to Bellevue, Washington, to visit New Hope International Church, and I hope to see you in your city when I come by there. I am Pastor. I loved you, and the Lord loved you so much. See you in the next teaching. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at two zero six two seven five one zero four two. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. I'm so thirsty.